One, two. One, two. Mic. Three, four. Mic check. One, two. Mic check. One, two. Haters, <laughs> definitely the haters. We need the haters. Give you a booster. <laughs> Welcome to Submar Roach. I'm Timmy Tyre, formerly TMT, but I can't do that anymore because I turn 30 soon. <laughs> With me is a head, one of the many heads. Of Submarage. <laughs> a head of a home. <laughs> a head of a company. Maiwa. What's poppin'? What's the applause button? Fuck that shit, man. Oh, <laughs> I'll figure it out later. I mean, I'll, maybe I'll add it in post. Anyway, guys, welcome to the podcast. Um, it's been a strange, strange week in... Nigerian doings, and my one and I had to, you know, guide you guys through it. But before we get into it, how's your week? Um, pretty lucky, pretty chill. Um, I mean, I spent. So I think convention was on Tuesday. So I think I spent Tuesday, and it's wild because like I was out on Tuesday night, yeah. and while I was out, like I had my phone to my ear. Following what was going on, and niggas were like, "I don't get. How can you wear the function with like your phone on channels?" Like, oh my god, listen, and I'm like, "Yo, this thing matters. Like, it's something I'm very. This is our future, also. Like, yeah, like I care a lot about it. So I'm like, I can't. And I, I mean, when everyone was like leaving, and I knew that that was the part where it was going to get sweet mm. because it, there was like, it's like, oh, let's go somewhere else. I'm like, ah, I'm going home because <laughs> <laughs> I need to." Yeah, watch this thing in HD. Not, um, not like this. Yeah. Yes, but um, other than that, um, I'm trying to think what else happened this week. The people got married. Some weddings. Did you go oh, to yeah. any of them? No, it's funny. The one wedding function I have to do is tomorrow. No, I've like I spent the whole weekend at home. Like so. Okay, no, actually, I went to wedding on Friday night. I, See? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I went to wedding on Friday night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was cool. Got to see lots of day ones, um, and then I came home and watched Real Housewives like a real nigga. Oh my god! I actually watched my first episode of Real Housewives this weekend. And what did you think? I, it was just, I just like how determined Laura is to be disliked on the show. It's almost <laughs> pathological. The thing with Laura is, I, because obviously I watched it from the beginning, and I've seen, like, initially she came with energy, as per energy to, like, fight. And then I think it, the energy kind of dissipated. And yeah. then now, it's now, like, a sympathetic, like, oh, yeah, these guys don't like me. Yeah. These guys are not being nice to me. And obviously part of the reason why is because you guys are racked now. Oh, yeah. there's been, like, beef. But I do think, like, 
there's an element of um like I don't think they'd be fair to her because like I mean some of the things she was saying I think in any situation you would understand but I think like in fairness like yeah I do think part of it is her fault like it's self-inflicted like it's mm. you trying to make yourself seem like you're not really with them or you're not really with it and when they now actually act like you're not really with them yeah you now start vexing I'm being exclu- I'm being excluded but I think Chama is. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Say it. Say it. A B I T C H. Wow. Wow. Because, like, Choma is. Choma has come on this show, like, her whole. Like, she's trying to be, like, you know, the. Oh, I went to Coronaco. Yeah, I went to QC. Mm-hmm. Even though she claimed she went to England when she was, like, 13. But Benny, guess who knew her in QC as a 16 year old, have fact checked that. Oh. Um. So, Chioma, like, so where's the accent from? But anybody can develop an accent. So I can't. You, if you spend your days watching Mr. Bean or something, you get you get Chioma good hair's accent. <laughs> You'll be able to come up with something. But yeah, like, so Chioma is like, um, she's doing this whole. I'm exposed. Yeah. I'm a classic queen. Yeah, and it's like, well, her British accent is like, really ends. are you? It's NZ, right? Most Nigerian people like it's funny because that British accent thing is no one has like a like a very the people more often than not so the people who like maybe went and like acquired an accent like yeah. you can always tell that it's not like authentic authentic yeah um it's usually people who go like at a young mm-hmm. like super young age who have like proper accents yeah but I mean there's like classism at play right now where it's like where. There's like a hierarchy of accents. There so is a hierarchy. I, I, of there is, but like I, I, again, I don't want to really get. No, no, no. It. But I, I do because, <laughs> I do because I've always found that really interesting when people go and they come back with like, roadman accents, but then, their whole stick is that like, oh, I'm posh, and I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, that's the thing. So also, like, I mean, when we're talking like with like hierarchy of accents, because it's like in England. Um, Obviously, the farther up north you go, yeah, the less like bougie the accent is. So yeah. it's like if you get like a Georgie, so someone from Newcastle, mm-hmm. or like a Mank, or like a Scouser, like yeah. bro, people used to mock Scousers because it's like you, we cannot understand <laughs> what or what you are saying. Yeah. Like you niggas talk too fast and all that shit. So yeah, more often than not, it's and then it's funny because those guys, the guys up north, will mock like guys. From down south, which yeah. is like London yeah. and like Bristol and all those places, because like yeah, you fucking posh cons or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and coming here with like your fancy accents. So I mean, yeah, more often than not, it's always like you can, if you dig into it, you mm-hmm. can tell like who people have been hanging around, mm-hmm. where they've been, exactly. via the accents, exactly. So yeah, um, that's it on Real Housewives. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Real Housewives. Sure. I'm looking forward to the rack next week because Chioma and what's her name, Laura. Is Laura the? No, no, Chioma and Caroline. Oh God, I can't stand Caroline. Is, is, oh, is, is Caroline the light skin one? Yeah, Caroline, save your trauma. Oh my God, Caroline reminds me of um, Diamond Platinum's wife. <laughs> I can see it, but you're killing me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, bro, you know the one that killed me when Caroline was like, it's funny because I have this screenshot, like I have the whole dialogue screenshot where Caroline was like, um, 
Shoma was asking Caroline like how rich she wanted her next boyfriend to be. Yeah. And Caroline was like, he doesn't have to be Elon Musk rich. Elon Musk. Yeah, I think that is tiring to be sincere. She thinks she thinks her next boyfriend doesn't have to be as rich as the yeah, richest Yeah, but she one. said, I don't mind the Kanye West rich. Okay, all right. <laughs> this is... <laughs> and I was just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she said Elon Musk, Elon Musk rich is tiring. Yeah, like, she was like, he doesn't need $150 billion. I'll settle for $1 billion. $1 billion is fine. The other, the other girls can have Elon Musk. That's... It's yeah. very benevolent of her when you think about it. But no, the thing is like, so when you have like Nigerians, you have like a bunch of Nigerian women mm-hmm. who are in their 30s and 40s and, you know, you put them on this show and obviously the premise of the show is them trying to obviously show off lifestyle. Like it's always funny, like the things. Yeah, that they that, consider. That, yeah, that they consider like. Markers of status. Sta- yeah, like yeah. it's so, it's so. It's so I don't even know. It's, it's very it's bizarre. very interesting. I find it very yeah. It's interesting. I don't like because like it's just pe- it's people like I've always kind of. I mean, it's not like I, I don't look down on them, but like the entire because I'm on Instagram and I see stuff and I just roll my eyes all the time, but like that's that's being a coward, rolling your eyes at people. Yeah, this show forces you to kind of jump in. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, there's no way you can't look at them and just... And it's funny because everyone... I, I know I saw someone say that Choma was the it girl of the show, and I was like, how? Like, the people that are carrying that show on their backs are the Yoruba aunties. Shout out to Iyabo and Tony. Like, those guys... Iyabo is so attractive. Yeah, she is, actually. But also, like... But he kills me when they call her auntie Iyabo. <laughs> no, but I, I, I was talking about you on Twitter. I don't know... A single woman in my life called Iabo. Really? Yeah. I don't know a single Iabo. On like that that was born after nineteen eighty-six. So you mean like young people? Young people like people are aged and younger. I don't now that, now that I think about it, yeah, I actually don't know anything. Yeah. Someone replied to me that oh the name was discontinued in the 90s. <laughs> like the iPod touch. Don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, actually now that I think about it, I don't know any. Like yeah. I don't, I've never been to school with any Yabo. Yeah, me neither. I don't have any friends. Nope. I don't know anyone that knows anyone called Yabo. I don't know. Because all the people I know who are called Yabo are like old. Yeah. Like older. It's like the name. Um, That's interesting, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm thinking of a white version for that. Something, definitely a Mormon name, like um, Meredith or something. I don't know. Like, I think it's definitely good by Meredith. Like, okay, for a man, it would be something like. Mordecai. Right yeah. They're just names that belong in certain eras. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of fairness, how do you feel about Burner Boy? Oh, my Lord. And his recent activities. For those who don't know, can you actually walk us through the entire situation? So I think what was reported to have happened was Bernard allegedly 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 yeah allegedly um Bernard was at cubana you know that famous fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny because it's like i know that niggas love cubana for his fish yeah. but like i wasn't expecting to say that i thought you were going to make a joke about big cubana or one no, of them no, niggas no, no. but like um yeah cubana this like you know Lagos establishment club. 
whatever. Um, so apparently, Brenner was out at Cubana this wonderful night, and he started talking to someone's wife. Right. And said person, I guess, took offense and was like, your nigga, stop talking to my wife. He was like, Udugu, please. And, and I guess there was an altercation. Oh apparently, God. shots were fired. So policemen attacked to Brenner. Um, yeah, fired some shots. I think some people are injured. Um, and Brenner last night was in, I think, Barcelona. <laughs> like, when I was in Spain, headlining festival yeah doing a show and do you think it's um weird when artists that like talk about how the country is bad and how you know you need to free my people all of that don't do you find it interesting when they do things like move around with police i don't find it interesting because half of these guys and it like I mean, like when when you know people or you know like of them, you know yeah. you kind of you kind of like obviously get like a good vibe. Of, okay, who is this person really? Mm. Like, so there are certain things when you hear, you would always it's like you hear David Do or Lamide is like a helpful ass nigga. Like, yeah. it's not that's who they are. Yeah, um, but it doesn't mean that certain people don't like the perks of obviously their position. Like, right. The same way there are certain guys who would always collect money from politicians to do songs. It's only now that it's even become a thing. Like before, a lot of these guys were not shameless about highlighting their yeah. um what's it called? Their connections to these guys. So in Bernard's case, no, I'm not surprised that Bernard who because the thing is I keep I've said this thing on this podcast twenty two million times. Mm. I do not buy Bernard's whole like activist shtick because I think there was a there was an article I wrote around Ensas where I said that Bernard, like every time he talks, mm. he sounds like someone who has read the bullet points, mm-hmm. but he hasn't read like the, the, fine, par- print. the fine print, the paragraphs. Yeah. So when he comes and he says, eh, how many people know I did by Ogunlesi? Like, bro, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? That <laughs> So we don't know one rich man who made it in England and America like yeah. that is like an indicator of where we are as a generation. Like, yeah, what does like, that have yo, to do dog, with shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, um, yeah. So, realize or hearing that Bernard is rolling around with police is in not this, in it, this political climate. It, it's not. I don't. I mean, I don't find anything surprising. It's not surprising to me. Yeah. But then it made like there was once there was a certain act we were trying to book for something, and one of the things that killed me about his rate card was. If you were taking him out of Lagos, yeah, you had to provide. <laughs> let me find it. You had to provide a. I think did he say a tinted car? But if he, the acting question made it clear that. Um, okay, so no, I found the okay. card. So I'll read the logistics section. Uh, is logistics this for, section. Is this for a particular artist or better? No, it's a. Uh, it's not an artist, he's a comedian. Oh, okay. I yeah. mean, I can say who it is, Mr. Macaroni. Okay. So, does he do stand up? Not, he doesn't do stand up, but he does. Or like hosting? I think he does hostings and he does um, those skits he does and all those things. Yeah. And yeah come yeah. to events and shit. Okay. So, it says events within Lagos, please provide private security for Mr. Macaroni. No police officers, please. <laughs> nice. Because obviously he was really involved in NSAS yeah. and he's like very activist. And when I saw that, you know, I 
thought I found it funny. Like yeah. I laughed, I giggled because it's like <laughs> when you're reading like the, an agreement or whatever it mm-hmm. is, uh, the person's like, you no, we're not doing this. And then he, the flip side of that is like when all these like foreign celebrities come tonight and there's that like customary um, picture with police, police guys. Guns. Uh, yeah. Shout out the baby. Um, and then for the events outside Lagos, the conditions are first class tickets to and fro for Mr. Macaroni, regular tickets for two of Mr. Macaroni's aides, mm. seven or five star hotel accommodation for Mr. Macaroni and his aides. Seven stars or five stars? Seven or five stars, I don't even know what the fuck. For him means. and his aides. Yeah. Nice. Transport arrangements in tinted vehicles for Mr. Macaroni and his aides with private security. No police officers, please. Okay. So he's, I mean, he's walking his talk. Yeah. Like, is literally before they even, yeah. You even book him like, it's very clear. His politics reflect his red card. Yeah. So and I mean with this brother thing is like brother is the same guy who would attack PDP at APC or abuse all these guys in office mm-hmm. and he basically allowed Wiki host like a homecoming show for him last year. Yeah. Which I, I mean obviously he went to learn to explain he didn't make any money. Yada 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 yada. But you can't like, you can't be allowing politicians co-opt your image yeah. for um, yeah. their own like personal profits. Yeah, that's um, insane. So yeah, like I don't think yeah, like the more more we go into this, thing, it's just like I mean, you're disappointed, and you're just like you, dude. Like, please just free the whole. I'm Thomas Sankara, Kwame Nkrumah, like of. Uh, this generation like yeah. enjoy the things you want to enjoy no one is going to like shame you for it but mm-hmm. it's just when it always feels like you're talking down to people yeah um, especially when you haven't done the actual work yeah like nah it's not it's not one okay I mean speaking of talking to people's wives um dude I was thinking about Drake recently and what are you thinking about Drake you like his braids I love his braids they, they look nice right they're alright yeah they look yeah. nice <laughs> so the solid braids uh, I think it's the, apart from a low cut, it's like the um, blackest his hair can kind of get in terms of like, because he can't do an afro. His afro is probably going to be sh- pretty straight hair. I feel like it would be very curly. Yeah, maybe like a sun's hair, actually. Um, what was I going to looks like an albino. <laughs> My wife, don't talk about don't talk about Drake's son. <laughs> What's the son's name again? Adonis, I think. Oh, Adonis. You don't name your son Adonis. By you're the way. hiding. You're hiding a child. <laughs> oh God. Um, what was I even going to say? Yes, I mean, I just I, I read a stat that like Certified Lover Boy is the top selling rap album of 2022, an album that came out last year. That's not wild to me. I, it's bizarre to me because. I guess, you know what? It's not well to me. I think Twitter just has a way of skewing your worldview. I don't think Twitter skews it. I think, like... No, I know people like him, but people talked so much shit about that album, and people... The reason people keep talking shit about Drake albums is because there never is, like, any, like, clear growth. Yeah. It's usually, like, the same okay, I can rap, mm-hmm. I can rap very well, mm-hmm. and I can do my singing thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's never, like, so you look at, like, the way a Kendrick album drops. Mm. I The impact. The impact, because number one, Kendrick even takes, like, 
five years. It takes a while. Yeah. And Drake is more like microwave, like where it's like, okay. Every year you get Every one. year, like it's like Rihanna in the 2000s. Like yeah. it's like every year, every 18 months, you're going to get something. Yeah. So um, it always reflects in the music because it's like, you know, like, it's like, okay, we heard this last album. Like, mm. are you can tell us something more? Like, we know you, you're, like, fantastic. We know you're bagging bitches. Yeah. Like, we know your house in Canada is called the Embassy. Like, right. do you get, like, all these, like, uh, you they're not even humble brags. It's just, yeah. like, it's like, yo, like, when Jay-Z, like, gets on, like, his bragging shit mm-hmm. now. And no, and the thing <laughs> is, like, I feel like with every year, Drake just gets a lot better at bragging. Yeah, because he's getting richer, he's getting yeah. more exposed. So like the level, yeah. the levels are like different. I remember like, I was I was listening to this um, Migo song, and he has this line where I promised myself that I would go through the whole verse without talking about the plane. But damn, have you seen the plane? And I was like, <laughs> okay. Bro, it's like when I remember when Jay Z like Magna Carta, Holy Grail time, mm-hmm. where. Obviously, Jay-Z had started buying art. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like... That was all he could talk about. I, that was, like, literally... Basquiat. Basquiat. Ba- I was like, okay, I get it. You like Basquiat. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's not, like... Yeah, there's nothing surprising about it, because at the end of the day, I think... I don't know, Drake, for me, is almost like a pop act. It's not even... Like, and that's not too... I'm not speaking about his credibility. You're not, you're not talking about his art. You're talking about, about his, just him, yeah, like his, as by yeah. him and like no, fan he, base and the persona. He says it on that song, "Pop Star." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like yeah. so, um, yeah. You hear Drake has like an album that's still doing those numbers. It's crazy, and because that's the way streaming works. It's like it might just be being carried by like maybe a couple of songs that people keep going back to. Knife talk. Yeah, like um, and so yeah, like it's just. You know something funny? I was watching. There was one of these like um, OnlyFans babes who was like that. Kanye blocked her at the beginning of the year. Kanye blocked her. Yeah. Okay. Were they following each other before that? She said they were interacting, that he kissed or something like that. Oh right. But I mean, she's a chatty patty, so I don't know how true it is. What's her name? Like, forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure Beck Kanye has as well. But um, so she was saying that. Because apparently she had a thing with Drake too. Okay. And yeah, I guess he started airing her. So she texts Kanye basically asking for Pusha T's number. Right. Because she was like, she wanted to fuck Pusha T to make Drake mad. Okay. For context, Pusha T is a married man. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently Kanye, like she, she said he was like drawing that whole like skit phase. Like so he just blocked her when she, when she reached out to <laughs> when him. When she reached out to him asking for Drake's like contact. Drake or Pusha for Pusha's contact, where yeah. she was like, oh, yeah, can you hook me up with, like, yeah, Pusha? Yeah, yeah. And, like, he just blocked her. But I, was just, that, I found that funny. That, I, mean, like, no, it's, I, I, I think there's something really cool about that. Just like, what, what this? I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get my family back. I'm trying to keep the black family together. You're out here trying to destroy it. <laughs> oh, God. So it's clear they're never getting back together, right? Kanye and Kim. Yeah, they're never, done. I doubt so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. she's talking about Pete's big dick energy and whatnot. Bruh. You know something I realized yesterday that made a lot of things make sense, and I don't even know if this is like a German observation, but I was watching like a clip or like a TikTok or a reel of when um, Kim then found out about like Tristan's like latest child. Yeah. Where they were vexing because like apparently I think the babe in question was having a boy. Yeah. And obviously I guess Chloe really wanted to have a boy with him. Yeah. 
And then also, I think in the affidavit or whatever he'd done, he'd like um, signed to, he spoke of maybe meeting her or go, like basically they consummated the pee like maybe on his 30th birthday. And they were like, yo, Chloe threw me party for his 30th birthday. So after the party, he went on. Probably, God knows what. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, and I just went to look. I was like, wait, Tristan is like 30-ish. Like, how old is Chloe? Yeah. And then it's like, yo, Chloe's like maybe 36, 37, and Tristan's like 31. And I was like, ah, makes sense that like, my guy's not really like, yeah, settled down, settled down. Like, he's still kind of, because it's almost like, you know, you bag someone who is, you know, like that relationship you have where it's like, you're not mature enough yet. Mm-hmm. So that like, it tends to explode because but you're just not, it's not really about, it's not a statement of whether you like or you don't like the person. It's yeah. just about the stage in life you are. So yeah. the way I felt about it, I was like, oh, Chloe, obviously, who is more like realized, I guess, obviously getting with a basketball player who is like younger than her, who is probably still like interested or in love with the groupie shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not, there's nothing surprising about the fact that like, He's, he's having he's having kids like outside and whatnot. Mm. So how many kids does he have now? Outside? Man, the thing I think he had kids before he got with Chloe. Okay. So he either post Chloe, he either has one or two. I, I'm not hundred percent. No, no, I think he has one post Chloe. But I think there was like all the stuff with was it Jordan Woods or like mm. all the yeah he's cheating on her. Mm. Oh no. Okay. So he um. In December 2021, it was reported that a woman had filed a paternity lawsuit against Thompson in Los Angeles on June 2021. In June 2021, the relationship he had had while dating Khloe Kardashian. Thompson confirmed the following month that he was the father of the woman's son and issued an apology to Kardashian. This is so bizarre. Okay, so he's got he has he's only got two kids. Yeah, he's only got two kids. A daughter and a son. So this what before one the the daughter. So he had one son before Chloe. Yeah, sorry, the yeah. son was yeah before Chloe. Yeah, then he has a daughter with Chloe. With Chloe. Then now he has a son. Two boys and a girl. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Uh, okay, now I see why she's salty about the yeah. fact that yeah, it's. Anyone with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I mean, I get this uh, like rappers and ball players, it's just a big thing for them. Outside kids. Maybe well Chloe must be richer than Tristan and like Oh but she must be. Yeah, she should free it so. Yeah. She should free the relationship. What's she what's she dying on the line for there? I mean, I is, uh, first of all, how tall is Chloe Kardashian? Well, you think she won't find another ball player? No, 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 no. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, she had one before him, I guess, so fair enough. Is Lamar Odom still playing? Nah. He's retired. Yeah. Apparently, Chloe is 5'10". No, that's not that tall. Why did I think she was a giant one? I mean, oh, because Kim and Courtney are midgets, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't say that word. Yeah, li- they're short. They're short women. Um, short woman. Yeah. Does Lamar have a ring? Did he ever win a? Yeah, he definitely did because he was at the Lakers with. 
what um I think with Kobe and Shaq, I'm not sh- no no, I don't think he, he was, was a clipper. No, it was a liquor. He was definitely a liquor with Kobe. Was it liquor with Kobe? Yeah, it was a liquor with Kobe. Oh yeah, he was. Since 2004 and 2011. He was a clipper. He was in the heat. He was a liquor. This guy should be really rich. He should have stacked up. Drugs, man. Yeah, them drugs will get you. Them drugs will get you. Was it crack he was doing? I believe so. Yeah. Crack cocaine. That's so... The only reason I can't do crack is because it's cliche. (laughs) That's a good enough reason. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm black. I should not be going there. Any... Cliche black drugs. Anyway, um, I want to ask, man, do you remember when these guys were fighting about rap and Lagos rappers, Abuja rappers, London rappers? Yeah, it did. Followed it semi-closely. Can you talk to me about how everything happened from um, DND to it's now forgotten. Psycho YP to Fresh L? to things now I've forgotten. I don't know if it was Psycho YP who Instigated, I think it might have been DND's instigated. I've actually forgotten, I don't remember, but obviously, I know Psycho YP dropped maybe no, was was it sec- no, Section dropped the first track, which yeah. I kind of thought was whack, yeah. Then Psycho YP came with something that apparently maybe he was wearing the same clothes he had been wearing in the club, like that morning, that night. So he basically came from club, yeah. shot like a little video in Abuja, yeah. fired back, which was like obviously a better response. Like I think it was better than the DMG record. It was better, it was better received. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I don't want to say like the consensus was, but that first DND was weak. Like, yeah. and then also even like the quality wasn't great. But I think in fairness to him, what he did was he used that to bait him because the reply, his, he, reply. his reply was clearly like premeditated. Yeah, it was better. Like <laughs> it was, it was better. like it was like okay, this is actually good. Yeah, like, and the video well, quality was better. Yeah, so <laughs> it it seemed like that first one was just like you know like a open door. Yeah, let me just throw this stone. Yeah, let's see what we can, uh, let's see what we can, what we can get from it. Yeah, him. and if we if we get a response, we'll, we'll come back. But it's crazy that guys can shoot music videos that look kind of decent in like forty five minutes now. Because how long would they have put him to taking taking him to put that whole thing together? Yeah, yeah, I mean technology, man. Technology, yeah. man. <laughs> TikTok, um, bro. You know that's the thing. I always like when I look at like some of these TikToks and how like like the timing. Because the thing is, I have no idea how TikTok, how TikTok works. works. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know how they're editing or cutting them shits. Yeah. But like when I be looking at them shits, I'm like, man, you guys, you guys should go into Nollywood or Hollywood. Or you guys have talent. Yeah. Whenever my sister and I are traveling, mm-hmm. we always like we'll be in the lounge and we'll be trying to like. Figure out how TikTok works, and it's a thing we're constantly doing. And no, I've never, even, I've never even been remotely interested. Like I've not. We always give up. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm okay with that. I'm. I wish I knew. I won't lie, because I feel like I'm missing out on a really cool part of the internet. But I'm okay yeah, with TikTok it. is controlling the streets these days. But I'm content with like. Yeah, just I'm okay with not knowing. Yeah, yeah, you can't know everything. It's fine. Life you goes know, on. Hard, like you. Know, niggas get old because like it might it makes me think it's like you know like when you don't, you don't keep up with like mm-hmm. the technology so you now start to like just become antiquated yeah and yeah like so tiktok i was just like yeah this one is a bit too far for me any other thing i can i would give them yeah i think it's also interesting because like i'm really enjoying getting older i know 
the general thing is just to be like scared. Oh, I'm aging. But it's like it's, aging is so much fun because your twenties are trash. Yeah, I mean thirty. You meant to be. You, you, but I mean, yeah, twenties are like if you think about it, it's like very foundational. It's yeah. like the point where. By God's grace, you should be the poorest yeah. <laughs> you ever are. You're still trying to figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. And then the third, your 30s, like, so the next decade is more for, like, um, settling down and then incremental, like, growth. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know what, we're scaling up. And then I was like, figure, like, your 40s to 50s are, like... Midlife crisis. No, actually, I feel like that's even when you even... Ball out. Like, super, like propel and then your yeah. 50s are now when you now start to kind of like slow down slow down it's like okay yeah i have like the two holiday houses yeah the kids oh. are yeah, the kids are almost done with uni yeah uh, you're not paying school fees again that type of shit and then stop you, buying rolexes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop buying stop stop spending school fees money that's when you, you start going on holiday every three months Bruh. like every you just be bored you're just like yeah yeah <laughs> where's the nicest time of the year yeah thailand okay let's okay. give them i want to you know i've never gone skiing Let's see what let's see what Aspen is saying. Yeah, exactly. I was ha- like, let's yeah. go to Switzerland or something. Have like, you have you ever been skiing? No, I haven't. Do you ever want to? Um, is something I've never really thought about. Yeah. So I just feel like different. people are always going on summer holidays, and I think I know someone that went on a skiing trip this year. No, no, I know people that do yeah. it, but I think like that should be the new flex winter trips. Let me see your North Face, ma. Don't kill me. It's things for me. I always just think like the beginning of the year is like just a wrong time to be like expending money. Yeah. Like, cause it's like. No, but when you got it, you got it. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. But it's like a lot of times, cause I'm just like, you rent, like all these bills that you have to pay. Yeah. Like, I, it's like, you know, December is like. The, they shouldn't be that close. The contrast between December yeah. and January it's is horrible. so fucking wild. Cause December is like, you tend to earn a lot of money yeah. because it's like, I mean, if you work in a business where you get bonuses, mm-hmm. you get 13th month, mm-hmm. you get all these things. Especially if you work in media, December is when you... Yeah. Then January is like, it's time to pay your bills. And then mm. for some reason, January is just so fucking long. It's crazy, right? Like, it, nah, man. It's like a hangover month. Yeah, nah. January is like just... January is a hangover month. Get <laughs> Oh God! Um, speaking of aging, I don't have a good segue for this. But um, speaking of aging, I want to talk about something I didn't age well. What? Clubhouse. Oh yeah, Clubhouse sounds like a panini product. Uh, it was a good product, though. Yeah, it was. But like, I think the mistake they made was like a mistake certain people have made in the past. Like long beta. No, when you get the cash, when you get an offer. Take it and run away. How much do you get? I don't remember, but I know. Let me check. It's like, I think it's, yeah, more often than not. Because Clubhouse, I think it was arrogant to think that that was something that was going to persist post-pandemic. Yeah. Um, Especially because the pandemic isn't even over, and it might never be. But thinking that Clubhouse, like people would be at home and have all that time to just, Whatever is crazy, but what even makes it worse is that Twitter now co-opted the tech. And Apparently, Twitter held talks over acquiring Clubhouse for four billion. Jesus Christ of Nazareth! Talks, talks for four billion. I'd have deleted our hands when I'd have been like, "Listen, 
Give me one billion now, it's yours. Yeah. Give me two self I can. Bro. The two we can make it continuant on other things. Just let's take the cash and run. It's crazy. Because that's like I think with tech guys, like it's very they're very I mean, the ones who have like in terms of building, like I mean, obviously you talk about like Mark Zuckerberg, you mm-hmm. talk about um Ivan Spiegel, like with Snapchat where he, I think Ivan Spiegel, him like obviously not taking Facebook's money mm-hmm. is like the one instance of okay, this guy actually He was smart. He was smart because like Snapchat is a solid product, and yeah. obviously, like there's a lot of money to be made advertising. Yeah. Twitter are useless. Like uh, Twitter is just yeah. the dregs of. <laughs> like I, I've, I've been reading, it's like you know, like with the Elon Musk shit. Like mm-hmm. so, obviously, like yeah, just number five reason five twenty one why Elon Musk slash rich people are just fucking annoying. Like Twitter were chilling on their own jejeli. This nigga came and said he wanted to buy the thing. Mm-hmm. Now he's now stolen because yeah. he's saying and they need to prove to him that <laughs> the number of bots that they have on the Is it, have they gone to court at, uh, already they haven't but it's likely they will because obviously they signed like a very strong agreement where if he ended up not buying it i think he's supposed to pay about a billion dollars jesus but now he's either he's not being claimed what he wants to do but i think the assumption is that he either wants to find a way to wriggle out but then the excuse he's using to wriggle out is not strong enough. And it's not or, legally... Yeah, or he wants to pay, like, um, a smaller fee. Right. Like, so I think maybe he's kind of clocked that. He <laughs> overvalued it. and But then the thing, annoying thing about Elon Musk is because he's going to come and be tweeting nonsense. Mm. Like, he's just so fucking... What's interesting about Elon Musk is, like, how... Um, Dario Obasanjo described him as um, what's the what's the term he used? He said Elon Musk is a bullshitter who knows how to deliver, and the main reason he said that was because well, you know that's all the tech guys, well, like the best tech guys. Yeah, the best tech guys. The best tech guys are bullshitters who yeah know how to deliver. So more often than not, I think there's like a. Um, you have to balance the bullshit and the delivery. Yeah, that's the yeah. So it's when you it's a tight rope. When act. yeah, when you don't balance it, you get like Theranos. Mm. You get like that's, it's more bullshit than delivery. Yeah, like oh, yeah, like yeah. there's no delivery. But then Elon Musk is like yeah, solid bullshitter. But then yeah, you can't fault the delivery. I mean, it makes me think of a certain tech bro back home mm. who. God, he has like such annoying views, but then he's a bullshitter who delivers. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about him. I know you're talking about him. Yeah, like, um, you know, him follows me on Twitter. It's so weird. Interesting. Yeah, no, but he, like, the thing is because I mean, I did it, I did an Instagram live with him during lockdown because you know, he went to Loyola, so like, he's not that much older than us, yeah. like, so he knows a lot of people we like, no, know. Mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like, it's just. It's just about yeah, balancing the bullshitting and the um, delivery, yeah. like actual execution. Yeah, I mean, there's, so there's this story online about on Politico, and it's about how um, SpaceX's what's that thing called Starlink? Mm-hmm. How it's because it's basically become it's changed the course of the UK, the war in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and it's become like a communication lifeline for both civilians and military. Okay. Because, you know, um, Russia knocked out their comms. Yeah. But Starlink is direct. Yeah. So he's essentially saving a country. (laughs) 
where he's also one of the most annoying people on the planet. It's where I opened the clubhouse Wikipedia and it is killing me. Clubhouse is a social audio app for iOS and Android where users can communicate in audio chat rooms that accommodate groups of thousands of people. Other social audio apps like Discord state channels, Facebook live audio rooms, Reddit talk, Slack huddles, Spotify green room, Telegram voice chats, and Twitter spaces all directly compete with Clubhouse. I mean, these guys are really fighting for their lives. <laughs> that's how you take the cash when you can. Because that's the one thing I think I've learned from like watching mm. um, like all the like Dragon Den and all these things. It's like more often than not, is you know, with when you guys with like mm-hmm. budgets as big, not as big, yeah, guys with like bigger budgets than you jump on your idea. Mm. But, but they're going to eat it up. Bro. Child. And they will do it like in a way where you are, um, like you'll just so you'll just basically regret if you can if you have the option of like basically being able to cash out mm. or let them take you in because then you can the the way for them like more often than not for big companies unicorns whatever the way they neutralize competition is by acquisition mm. so. Collect your money, even if it's that they make you guys in-house, like you're like a little department in like a bigger company or whatever, working. And basically, it means you can do all the things you wanted to do with like bigger money, with like obviously better quality of um, staff and all that type of shit. But yeah, more often it's like very stupid to think you can win like a David Goliath war. Bro. It's so weird. Unless you know something that we don't know. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, <coughs> I'm, um, I'm going through the history of Clubhouse, and even before, even before the they received the they were in talks with Twitter for a four billion you know, acquisition, they had been valued at a hundred million dollars. They had raised over twelve mil in Series A and B, and they did a Series C last year. So you know, they're still they're still in the ring. I hope um I hope they end up being able to do stuff. Now, aside from that, Twitter Spaces is it has basically become a place for Nigerians to go to and complain about their relationships and it is my favorite thing ever. Tell me they say relationships. Bro, it is amazing. Politics, relationships, Sex, breakfast. Are Twitter Spaces going to get rid of podcasts? No, I don't think so. Because I think the thing Twitter Spaces. So, like for me, I think what I, the way I think of Twitter Spaces is like. Um, so I think to understand the world, you have to know. At the end of the day, people like just the idea of being listened to. Mm. So. Niggas want to basically feel like, you know, they're talking and they're talking to an audience, which is why, like, obviously that whole meme about men and podcasts, yeah. <laughs> like, is it mean? But, yeah, so Twitter Spaces, I think for a lot of people, what it is is kind of giving them a voice, like, yeah. so you can. Um, and then because it's, like, it's right in your face because a lot of these things, like, so Twitter is, like, a native app. Like, obviously, everyone is on there. So more often than not, it's, like, an opportunity for you. It's, like... You don't really. The only thing you have to do is click a button. Like it's not like you have to go looking for it. So it's like it's just 
you you go on Twitter, you see that there's Peter B, Kinney. You, it's like sometimes for me, what I think I've even kind of learned from it is just that whole thing about like alternative views because more often than not, it's like, okay, you have this viewpoint and obviously you've um, you filtered like your social media existence or experience to suit like what you want to hear and what you want to see. Yeah. So Twitter spaces for me is like coming out of a bubble because it's like realizing like, for instance, before um, the primaries that people actually like Tinumbu. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. those Twitter spaces, and I mean, I think they're dumb as fuck. Like, yeah. the people in question. <laughs> like, no offense to them. No, they're fucking idiots. But, like, I, I was like, yo, like... This man it, has it, love. Like, there's actually, like, he's not as unpopular as I thought he was. I think he's very polarizing. I think he's the type of person you are either, you either hate him or you love him. Or you love him. There's like, I don't... I don't know anyone that's like, eh, about to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, but... For me, I think it just kind of showed me that, okay, there are actually people who like this guy and will vote for him. And I think they're crazy. I yeah. think, like... It's scary. Um, because before, I think it was very easy to kind of pretend, or not pretend, or assume that, like, most of the people who supported Tinumbu... Mm-hmm. I kind of like a lot of the niggas I thought were supporting Tinumbu, I knew it was... Or I felt it was self-interest. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, there's proximity to power yeah and you know that like one thing that happens when friends with someone Sh- like Tinumbu is that friends of she yeah, yeah and what that like you guys will you eat good like yeah. you eat very very good yeah. like i know a bunch of i like the thing is i know as talking to someone like i know more people who are like who will get rich yeah if Tinumbu becomes president like yeah. i it, the number i know is it, not like i can it's not, I won't count them with... It's more than, like, my fingers. Like, yeah. it, it will probably take, like, maybe two goals. Yeah. So, but I don't care about all that shit <laughs> because that's not, like, it's not about... It's not about, like, obviously the country working for, like, a bunch of people who maybe you have relationships with. Like, it's that's, like, that's literally how we got in this mess. Yeah, like... Because the thing is, I'm hearing and seeing the same excuse. It's funny now because we're talking about Twitter spaces and we segue. Yeah. But I've seen like a lot of like the discourse. Like I'm hearing the same things that were said in 2015, 2014. It's about like, Buhari. About Buhari. And I'm like, yo, bizarre. are you guys, do you, like, how do you, like. Why is your short, what, what kind of sh- short-term memory do you guys have? And the thing is, short-term memory, like, you know, it's possible that you guys have short-term memory, but. I want you guys to not even think about what people were saying there. Think about the quality of your life. Yeah. So think about the fact that you're probably working twice, thrice as hard as you were working in 2014, 2015. hmm But the value of your money... Is less. <laughs> is less. Like, that is nuts. And that should, like... It should make you pause and think. Like, before you guys come and start saying, eh, if it's not good, we'll vote him out. Like, bro, that was the same nonsense you guys said. in, tw- in And in 19, Buhari came and won it the second term. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, eh, we don't need a president to be, what's it called, to be healthy. He can appoint people. Bro, that's not how it works. And what more often than not, what ends up happening is you, ha- it's like what we have with Buhari, where you have, there's a vacuum of power. Yeah. So you have what in Nigeria we call cabals. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Faceless people who are the ones controlling things. So, like, the president is literally a figurehead. It's like, yo, how are you guys satisfied with this nonsense that we just basically experienced for eight years? Where it's like, oh, the cabal said, or the cabal wants. It's like, I think it also goes back to like this culture in Nigeria of not just wanting a prophet 
or wanting to make a killing. So no one wants that kind of thing where it's like, look, if we vote in good leaders, everyone wins a little bit. They want, no, let's vote in my guy and then I win immensely. Yeah, and the thing is, so it's not like, the other thing that kind of bugs me is the fact that people can't even pretend that they don't know. Because when Buhari was entering, there were rumors, like, but no one knew that Buhari is like, oh, about his health. Yeah. But it's like, the, like, bro, I tweeted this in the other day. I was looking at like Google Trends, like the day or two days after the primaries. Yeah. The seventh most Google thing in Nigeria was Parkinson's disease. <laughs> so niggas are clearly, you guys are like, oh, our next president potentially has Parkinson's. Let us like look up the symptoms. So it's like, if the whole country is doing that, it's not the type of thing like niggas can if anything happens like you can't come out from I don't know or I didn't know had, had I known you know what's even crazy is like I remember the night of the convention I um I was going through my timeline and a lot of my doctor friends were just diagnosing this guy <laughs> and I, it was guy it was like an episode of ER man I was like what the hell is going on here. I, I thought they were talking about Buari because I was like, who is this on This guy, also, why was Buari looking so sprightly and strong at the convention? You know, that's like a fun, one of the, like, the, I don't even know if it's like the greatest ironies of like the Buhari times. Like, no, this you, man, like people, were, people were sure, but people, like, I know people who were voting in 2019 for Buhari because they thought like, he would die and I'll see my job uh, take over. Yeah, like, as but that was like their whole, that was uh, their logic. That's uh, that was, horrific. Like, their whole logic. And um, so the fact that I was like, yo, but you know what's wild? Like, what? Buhari has gotten healthier, progressively healthier and stronger. Like, you, when you look at this guy, it's like, yo, my guy is looking his, his good. His, his, cheeks are, his cheeks are rosy. <laughs> like, guy. Plump. Bro, nah. So, yeah, man. It's not even like, I, 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 with this election thing, like, I don't, I'm not telling people, I mean, I don't want to say I'm not telling people who to or what to do or not what to do. No, you can tell people who to but vote. But like, yeah. bro, you guys, like, it's not the type of thing, like, buyer beware. Like, yeah. if you guys are saying, you like, if you're voting Tinubu, like, I want, like, so anyone who's listening to this and wants to vote Tinubu, please, I just need you to maybe send a voice note. Of your reason. Of your logic. Yeah. Because from my own point of view, you, and don't hit me with, oh, um, what's he called? No, no, no. He, he hits us with water. No, no, you can't hit. Like, yeah. I mean, let me even preemptively yeah. hit back at one thing. Yeah. Where it's like, niggas come and be like, oh, yeah, they want a Yoruba person there. Nah, no. not good enough. Yeah. Because I remember in 2015, when you guys were celebrating the fact that Buhari won because there was going to be alignment between Lagos and the, cent- and the center. Nothing aligned. Nothing aligned. Like, yeah. n- the quality of life in Lagos did not drastically improve because of alignment with the center. It did so, not improve. No, no, I just, like, as per, if there was even any improvement, yeah. it was not because of yeah. alignment with the center. There's nothing, like, I can't point to any one thing that emerged out of that alignment. So all these things that we're seeing, I think it's very important to ask yourself, is there historical precedent? Don't come and say things that, like, we've not already seen. <laughs> like, more often than not, every point that people have for this thing we have kind of seen it in the last 20 years so i would expect that like you in our lifetimes like we should which i mean it makes sense that buhari ended up becoming president because of just like 
a 30 year gap because also, niggas like, didn't know. But this one, like as per this is in real time. Like I need to I need to ask you something. You know the whole thing about how there's just a massive in the education system, this whole thing about how there's no history. Mm-hmm. Was that I know, I mean I'm pretty sure it was done on purpose. But um, the thing is I can't say for certain, it's just kind of I can what happened? I can I can kind of give my own reading of what I think the reason is. So I think the war is like the civil war is something that people are very sensitive about. Yes. Because to understand this country, you need to understand that like and it's like we're seeing it now. There's always going to be like a pull and tug between like the north and the south. Mm. So and because the thing is, like, part of the reasons like that the things that led to the civil war was basically one part feeling like they were being neglected, mm-hmm. another niggas being like, another niggas basically taking more for themselves. So you always have like this like ethnic like tension. Yeah. So I think the reason why this has kind of reflected in the education system is that niggas do not want to even give anybody material. It's kind of like even with what happened in our last week where. Mm. There was like, there were people saying, yeah, it was herdsmen, it was this. We, I mean, some of those things that were not true. Yeah. But then, obviously, there were people who were like, okay, you guys, we need to be careful because it takes, there's already a lot of like resentment. There's a lot of tension. Like, all it takes is just like someone to say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And people might die. Like, we can have another war on our hands. Yeah. So I think it's like an overcorrection for like, oh, yeah. Um, we're obviously a big country with diverse people, but it's important that um, we kind of maintain unity for the sake of unity. Mm. So instead of asking tough questions or even like engaging with set questions, we don't. You yeah. just end up, it's like, okay, we're not covering we're, this. We're not all. talking about it. Yeah. That's very, very, very interesting. Also, it makes you think about the fact that, um, yeah, it was 40 years ago, but it, is it 40, 50 now? Yeah, it's 50 now. Um, it's still pretty fresh in terms of our country history. Um, we are a, we're a young country, and it happened pretty recently. A lot of the guys that, have, you know, that, that were, like, fighting during that period are, like, politicians now. So... I mean, Buhari, like... I mean, one of the things I think I saw people on kind of point out was that, like... So, if you think of, like, with Nigerian, like, generations, so... This election, the coming election, is going to be the first one where, like, niggas from, like, the Generation 66, which was, like, the military guys from that era. So that was, like, Obasanjo. That was... Um, Buhari. Buhari. That was Yaradwa's older brother. No, Yaradwa himself. No, Shagari wasn't in. Shagari was a civilian. Oh, he was a civilian. Yeah. So, like, yeah. But then this one is, like, the first one where... This, like, is, like, the 93 sets. Like, the class of 93. So Atiku ran president in 93 and ended up stepping down for Abiola and then um, you kind of had the same thing with Tinubu because I think Tinubu won election to be senator for Lagos West I think in 93 so it's like a I think like obviously this election is like okay like kind of like the end of an era for one political generation and it's like the beginning not the beginning but it's like the coming it could be the culmination of like an era for another, like, the generation after. Fair, fair. I mean, it makes you think, Sha. We are in trouble. (laughs) 
you have anything else to say to the people before? Um, no, nah, not really. Right out. Well, guys, it's been um, it's been fun hanging out with you. We'll see you at the next one. Bye.